Hey, my name is Ifayonyana Kui. And, and this is the grand design. So welcome. This is a pretty good idea you came up with, but uh and long, you know. We are actually doing this good grief. Okay. So we're not going to bore you with the whole welcome to our podcast. This is what we're gonna do. No, we're not gonna do that. Today's episode yes. is arts in all its forms. That's pretty much why I clicked the link. So, yeah. yeah. It's, a good, it's an all right pilot, I guess. Uh, right. So, tell you what, man, you know, the way I see art, kind of like, it's one of those things that like everyone in the world knows what it is, but can't actually define it. So, I could go to a museum and point on a painting. Or I could go to a preschool, like, I don't know, classroom and point at, like, that scribbly crayon drawing and be like, yeah, both of them are art. Go point to this, like, sculpture made of metal. It's art. But, like, if you ask me, put it on paper, explain it to, like, aliens or something, what is it? Explain it to this civilization that has never, like, seen what humans do. I don't know exactly what I'd say, you know? definitely falls under the category of weird things that we can't explain if we were asked what we're doing. Like, I don't know. How? Huh. If I honestly were asked to describe arts to aliens, I'll give this pretty vague definition and say everything and everyone. (laughs) It's lazy, but it kind of works because everybody else has their own weird definition that makes them sound super deep. But do they though? Um, Ambrose Bierce once said that art has no definition. Now that guy was ahead of the curve. He probably no. didn't write that. He probably didn't have an answer, and he just gave that answer because he was lazy. And then, boom, popular, smart. And to be honest, though, I mean, he's kind of like not wrong. At, at the end of the day, I mean, everyone's attempted. I wrote down a few. Uh, Gene, John. Gene Sibelius, I think he was Finnish. Yeah, Finnish composer. Uh, he went on to define art as the signature of civilizations. And not gonna lie, I mean, he ain't wrong. There's like, you look back, and I really thought about this in the shower, you know, because, you know, that's what everyone does. You think about uh, art in the shower. Yeah, man. God help your soul. And an illustration degree, I mean. <laughs> no one thinks about art in the shower, bro. No one. It's ours. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking about it in the shower, and I'm like, te- technically speaking, you can like make like this, um, like chronology, like the, the like I don't know, development of humanity with the art. Like you see, like the cave paintings and shit. Like mm-hmm. bro, fucking like man apes and shit. Like they didn't know how to like you know, use all like the fancy brushes. So they were using their fingers, and, like putting a stick man with like massive penises. You know, like. Oh, good grief. I mean, and then, and yes. you look at like Da Vinci and shit. And, like, I mean, there's obviously like a big jump and there's stuff in, in the middle, the Egyptians. So, like, each civilization kind of has its own, like, I don't know, like, special thing about it regarding like the art, the architecture, all that stuff. Well, I think they did that because that's how we got our definition of art as in arts imitates life. Some people believe that art has to be some 
pale or accurate representation of what our life is like. Others believe that nature kind of won in the game of who who's prettier, art or nature. Yeah, I mean, who was it? I think it was like, a, I think I wrote it down somewhere. Plato, Plato said that art uh, imitates nature. That's so, okay. but here's the thing, I got a problem with that because like, like abstract, ah, I guess you could make an argument about abstract art in terms of, oh yeah, emotions and stuff. But like, there's some things, like there's, there's just some things out there like, okay, Steve, um, the guy who got like a banana, uh, Maurizio, uh, what's his name again? Catalan, I think. Catalan, yeah. Mauricio yeah, Catalan. Yeah, yeah. Catalan. Got banana, put some duct tape on it. And I'm like, bro. A hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Yeah, I'm like, a banana bro, that, and duct that, tape. Isn't, that isn't imitated. <laughs> I mean, maybe he it is. He literally but... said the banana is meant to represent a banana. A hundred and twenty thousand dollars for a banana and duct tape. Bro, like, that's just gonna, like, rot after, like, a week <laughs> what do you do and every time he puts up a new installation he simply gets a banana and duct tape every time he wants to put in a new installation he puts that up there and that's just its own way like you could look at that piece of art and say you know what i think it represents the meaninglessness of meaning like the it negates the purpose of meaning you know so there's a yeah, little finish and for where it wasn't it was just a running gag where they kept on asking so do you know the purpose of meaning and when you really sit down and think about the purpose of meaning, that basically makes no sense whatsoever. Oh, my for, happen, like, they're asking the real questions, man. Like <laughs> those well, are shower thoughts. Those are shower thoughts, not art or caveman paintings. Good grief. I mean, okay, then how about this? How about this? You have uh, this guy, Marcel Duchamp, and most people credit him with basically kickstarting what um, what is now Dadaism, the art movement. Uh, and he comes. Can you remind our viewers of what Dadaism is, sir? Not everyone uh, knows the cool stuff. Yeah, we should really do that, Laurel. <laughs> uh, basically, it's a branch of art. And he just has a bunch of weird things. It's surrealism combined with a bunch of other things. You look at it and it's it's very it's very strange. I guess it was just uh, the devolution of meaning in regards to art, what the status quo was at the time. And this was like a, it was basically their way of saying forget what you guys think yeah, of art. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Marcel Duchamp, one of his most famous, probably his most famous work right now is the one called Fountain. He's dead, long dead, over a hundred years ago, um, is when he made the piece. And he gets a urinal from a bathroom and he puts a signature on it, R.Mutt, that's what he literally writes on it, and he puts it in this like art gallery slash museum. And it promptly gets removed but then it starts a conversation around the whole well, what's who are they to say that was an art? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In in that case, I don't I mean I've thought about it a lot. I don't know if that necessarily is art. <laughs> but then I, mean, I anyone can get a you know, something and like 
big <laughs> and like put it somewhere and say it's art, right, you know? Yeah. But that also you can't dispute that that is art or isn't art because some people say that art is some form of self-expression, the truest expression of the soul. But then I doubt his soul has a urinal in it. Well, I guess it was the meaning behind it. Because, like, another way of looking at it is, well, something can be art if you say it is and you believe it to be and you have the, like, intention of making it art. To, I mean, but then again, uh, I'm just I'm backtracking. There are some pieces of art that weren't intentional. But, but maybe when they looked good, the intention manifested itself. We're like, okay, it's so good. So interesting, so out there that I'm, I, I want to like proclaim it a piece of work. Hmm. Yeah, man. These are the these are the hard hidden like you know. Actually, hey. so funny story. Have you you've watched BoJack Horseman, right? Or is it one of the many shows that I have recommended to you without ever caring about your schedule? It's on the wish list. It's on the I'll wish watch. list. Okay, yeah, go on. Well, in the final episode, spoilers ahead, please, you can skip ahead for about two minutes if you really do want to watch the show. It's, it's a lovely show. Anyway, the final minute, the final episode, one of the main characters, Todd, says, isn't the point of art less what people put into it and more what people get out of it? So I think the, fa- the lack of efforts, the lack of, I don't know, intelligence put into Dadaism, or at least let's talk. Let's start with the urinal in the arts gallery. Doesn't necessarily have to define. Doesn't give it its definition of art. Instead, it's just what people got out of that. The fact that it challenged their ideas of art, and that's what made it art in itself. Like, isn't that what art is meant to do? Give us some sort of thoughts. Someone wanted the arts. Uh, I'm going to put this one to you, though. Like, though, if someone does a portrait, just Mm -hmm. a normal painting or drawing, illustration of, like, a human being, nothing spectacular, doesn't even, like, pen, like, charcoal or, like, oil oil paint or whatever. And there's nothing, you know, it's just a realistic painting. Is that art, then? Since it's just, you know, looking at what is in front of you and just copy in it to the best of your ability. Hmm. You feel me? I mean, most people would say, yeah, that's all that's fine art, right? But so then, like Huh. I mean, you're not putting much effort, but remember it's what people get out of it according to Ch- Todd Chavez. Let's let's use Todd's quote. Todd wasn't known for many feats of brilliance, but I feel that that quote at least covers that in the sense that Whoever you're drawing the portrait for, whoever, or even if you're just drawing it for yourself, the fact that you could draw it, the fact that you could reflect what you can see in front of you in that way is in itself art. It's the feeling of satisfaction you get out of, I could draw this. The feeling of pride and respect that other people give you like, oh, he could draw this here. This guy can put out what he sees here. We can all see it, but being able to just put it out in a different medium that is a skill that in itself is art that's why art isn't just isn't just confined to painting drawing there's sculpture there's singing although pe- i have no idea why people see 
performing artist, performing artiste. I will never get that. I probably should Google that. You should Google that, people. Google that too. Even it's probably some sort of like Americanism. I feel like artiste is not actually a real thing. It's pronounced the same way as an artist. So apparently, it's sometimes confused with artist. An artist, a professional entertainer, especially a singer or dancer. Mm Mm-hmm. But artists, drawings, sculpting, novelist, poetry, yeah. filmmaking. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. informally, it means a singer, actor, or dancer. See, now this is where it gets weird. If you're an artist, anything you do that is some form of self-expression that you've put some effort into, although according that contradicts Todd's definition. <sighs> Art is weird. Well, any way you're trying to express yourself creatively, I feel that that makes you an artist in some way or form. Well, I think if you're, yeah, definitely if you're trying to express yourself creatively, it is, okay, okay, how about this then? All right, all right. Like, there's this, like, um, just based on what you said, there's this, like, argument of, like, oh, yeah, art versus design. Now, I mean... You need creativity to design products, like in product design, industrial design. You need creativity in engineering, like to come to solve problems and find like the best ways to like approach this particular situation. Now, would you say like coming up with a mechanical solution in terms of, oh yeah, you're building something, you're designing something, you're like modeling, is that then art? If it has a creative, even though it has creative input, well, yeah, I just call that some form of functional creativity. So it's like creativity, actually yes. functional or targeted creativity. It's like creativity. So what, about, what about a phone? What about a phone? Is that art? Like definitely, well, yeah. definitely, definitely, definitely. You think so? I one hundred percent think. Mass, even though it's like mass produced and everything, and like it's, they always just make better ones each year. They're not really better. Let's not see. Let me. Okay, Apple. In case you ever hear this, even though you might. Not to this year, but not much functionality is added with new iPhone with every new iPhone iteration. I just have to put it out there. Stop buying new and, iPhones. Android gang all the way. Stop buying new iPhones, people. I was not paid to say this. It's the honest truth, guys. It's honest. Anyway, that this aside, so even though they're mass produced, right? I feel the very first iteration of phone when Alexander Graham Bell started the whole oh hello thing right um the very first iteration of the phone was art in itself he saw a need and decided to invent that invention that idea came from a place of artistic creative mouth artistic or creative cores i mean so that's the question creativity being creative and being artistic are they the same thing i'd have to say yes i'd really have to say well I mean, what actually constitutes as creativity? Because, like, for example, you could like look at um, <laughs> you can look at um, like sports, for example, mm-hmm. and someone comes up like, I don't know, they they always talk about a, like a footballer or for our North American audiences out there, uh, a soccer player's creativity on the pitch. It's called football. <laughs> yes, um, we're playing football here since we live in America. So you look at like like a player like Messi or something, 
And everyone's like, oh my God, he's such a creative player. He's always, his vision in terms of finding players around the pitch coming out of like tight areas. Like, it's creative. And there's like footballing like intelligence around that that gives him that creativity. Would you then say that his like, those moves he does, those like plans he puts into motion, is that art? <laughs> Is that artistic? Before I even get to answer this, Muna, you as well as anybody else who watches soccer religiously would know that what certain players like Messi do on the pitch is art. You have watched those matches. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You know what? Yeah. I'm a, I'm a, I mean, I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing devil's advocate here. Let's, 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 at least before I open up Google like everybody else would and say, hey, Google, what's creativity? Like, honestly, I think it's just making something new out of what you have or out of nothing. So he already has out of what you have or nothing. Sometimes you have stuff and you build out of that. I don't think that that's just following uh, instructions. Except So you see, you're telling me nuclear fusion is uh, art? The art of destruction, bro. (laughs) That was, that was a science joke. Is <laughs> 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 the art of destruction. <laughs> Everything, if you really think about it, is an art form. Some people play video games in an almost... Glo- like, it's it creates some euphoric joy. I think that's tautology. But, you know, some great sense of euphoria while almost watching them play, which is why certain streamers do really well. Certain streamers, not so much. Because they take their gameplay to an artistic level. Same with soccer. That's why a lot of people watch soccer, even though there's still that camp that believes soccer is boring. <coughs> North America. There's still that camp that thinks <laughs> soccer is boring. And they don't invest in it. But the people who watch soccer, the joy that they get out of it, which is once again playing back to Todd's definition of arts, it's not so much what you put into it, but what you get out of it. So that joy, that's enthusiasm the heat of the moment of watching them kick a small leather object around but with such grace such such fire that in itself is art so football def- soccer definitely ca- counts as art even football for our american viewers it still counts as art in some sense Wait, which sport is the american pastime is that baseball or football that uh fo- american pa- uh oh is not baseball Baseball. Baseball. Okay, side note. I actually watched a baseball match. 30 minutes of my life I will never get back. Like, what they're doing takes skill effort. (laughs) effort, But it's a very long game. It was my first time watching baseball. I was bored. Have you ever watched a cricket match or played in one, though? No. Listen, these, these matches go on for days, literally. Days, yeah, days, yeah. Baseball Why? is just like the knockoff, oh, yeah, high speed <laughs> version of cricket. Baseball matches can be up to three hours long, can't they? Yeah, and that's yeah, high speed. Cricket, 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 they go, they start in the morning and early evening, come back for four more days of the stuff, and like. You know, there are people who can't get enough of that. That's why. That's, that, I mean, everyone, everyone can enjoy what they want, you know. No kink shaming. but uh, No kink shaming. Dude, you just compared cricket slash baseball to a kink. Yeah, that's weird, man. 
not that weird. As same thing people think of the same way they think that we sock we us enjoying soccer is completely strange. Anyway, no judgment to any sports. We value and respect you know all sports people, plays and sports. You know how many people watch the World Cup final every year, man? No, I'm gonna pull this up. Like <laughs> how many, sir? By the way, guys, just for reference, one of our major goals for this podcast, at least, even though I didn't want to talk about it, but one of our major goals is to remind you that Google and the internet they're not just meant for Oh, wow, I sound old. But trust me, Googling stuff is actually a lot more helpful than you think. You can Google virtually anything, really. You know, he's right, because, like, I'm looking at 1.1 billion people tune in every, for the whole 19 minutes of the World Cup final. I'm going to look at the Super Bowl final. Don't, don't, don't pull that card. <laughs> don't pull that card. He's about to get Trump. Hold on. Look. 91.6 million people. Ooh. That's sad, man. I don't know. I think the highest it's ever been. Looking on Wikipedia. 100 and... Oh, okay. It's decent. Uh, 164 million? 172 million people. That's the highest it's ever been. Wow. Okay. I mean, that's about a third of, like, America. That's still pretty, that's, that's pretty decent. I expected more of America to watch it. Jeez. Anyway, very long side notes aside. Yeah. Um, okay. Artificial intelligence that makes art. So, like, I mean, one of the things I often said is being in the, like, creative industry, like music, fine art, digital art, whatever, your job is secure, in my opinion, for like a very long time. You'll be one of the last to go before being replaced by a robot. Everyone else, the taxi drivers, the doctors, engineers, architects, yeah, they're all going. Lawyers. But art, in terms of how can it be replicated with a computer? I don't know how possible that is. So I'm kind of like, you know, they're having these. Is this some, oh my gosh. I'm gonna try to find it, but there's this like AI that is making currently till this day the longest musical piece in history. And it's in a museum and it's just constantly making this like ensemble, like the score, the musical score. And it sounds good. Obviously, they fed it like all sorts of like you know material that we say is good music good classical mm-hmm. music. And then says, okay, I'm going to put in all like the, the, the triads and the this and the that and the strettos and all that. And it's just, it's just going to keep eternally going for until they shut it off. But would you say that that is art? Honestly, that is a very great area. Because- I would say that you could make an argument for the AI and the music combined collectively. Uh-huh. AI and the music like combined collectively. You could say, okay, yeah, that's that's so artistic. Like when someone made an AI that like made music. But like the music in itself, I don't know. I think I feel like Hold up, slow down. Okay, so here's what you what you said that kinda 
<clears throat> here's your point. AI can't really what you call I mean AI is generating music pieces. You wouldn't call yeah. that art because they're fed something and then they're churning out stuff. Yeah. From the minute we are born, we are fed stuff, whether it's food, different stimuli, every single thing we're being fed information and things we think are okay, things we think are bad, and we churn out stuff. I'm not comparing us to robots because that's terrifying. And then we have this whole existential crisis. Yeah, but the concept, but the concept, but the concept concept is still solid. We are both fed information all our lives from our creation till when our function is no longer, till when we can no longer perform our functions. Creating pieces based on what we've been fed is exactly the same either way. That's why we don't regard gorillas painting. Yes, there have been gorillas that are painted. Well, like, but, but look at this, though. So uh-huh. is that to say then, like, the, I don't know, how art came to be in a different, like, alternate timeline, it could have manifested itself in a different way, instead of, like, let's say, the cave paintings or, like, jewelry or, like, making, like, clothes and charms and stuff. Like, that's art. That's art. That's what the caveman did uh, in the Paleolithic era and stuff. But... Since they're just being fed, I mean, that, in that case, they were getting their stimuli from the, from nature, like themselves, in terms of just looking at their human bodies, the experiences they've, they've had, the animals outside, the trees, things like that, and the earth as a whole. Could it have manifested itself in a different way? So, and if that is the case, is it even worth asking the question if, like, what you're saying, oh yeah, just, you know, we've been fed stuff all our lives. I mean, what if that's the only way to make art? Hmm. You know... Someone who was locked up in a room, like, from birth, actually be physically able to make art. You could simply carry a brush and express whatever is in there. There has to be something. But they, 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 they probably won't even know, though. How to even what to do with the brush? You give it to them. You give it to this individual who has been locked up. They carry the brush. They see somewhere. They see some space. They're not sure what to do with the brush, so they experiment as all living things would to test their boundaries, to test how far they can go with this, whether it's dangerous, whether it's safe. They see it creates a color. They like the color. They try again. Obviously, they can still see. This is the first time they're seeing colors, but they're going to try it different multiple times. And eventually, they generate some form of art. And although, this is just a side note, remember, that we, uh, remember how you mentioned Dadaism. Sometimes art could just, sometimes a banana could just be a banana. Sometimes the piece isn't any reflection of the soul or anything. It's just, you gave me something to do. I did what you asked me to do. End of story. Sometimes the art that we've gotten from animals could just be, you give me a paintbrush and I moved it across a, um, a canvas. Yeah. I moved it across a canvas. This isn't really art. It's just me moving things. Sometimes things are just things. Things don't have to have any significance. Yeah. And I guess that goes, yeah, it's exactly like a Duchamp and his urinal. Ordinarily, is wouldn't be a piece of art, but the fact that you know he wanted it to be, you know, I guess it's what made it art. Anywho, I think uh, that was a thorough fashion of this topic.
If you say so, bro. <laughs> Look, kids. We are not one step closer to knowing what exactly is art. We cannot give you a definition. And therefore, as much as I bashed him, Ambrose Bierce most likely was right. Art has no definition because no definition can do it justice. You define it's art in way, bro. So pointless. Nihilism, that's the way to go. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm concerned now. But anyway, thank you for listening to this episode. Thank you for hopping on. Um, please take a look at the remaining episodes that we have. Have a wonderful day and remember to Google whatever questions you have. It's literally, it has answers. Trust me, it does. We're not getting paid by Google, by the way. I don't know. Not at it. all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks. Toodles. Bye-bye.